Hey everybody and welcome back to my podcast. For those out there that do not know me, my name is Alicia and I'm a special events professional. I first got my feet started in the industry as a media and catering, co- media and catering coordinator at a prestigious law firm to uh, transitioning into a special events professional position at a nationally accredited college. Outside of my professional experiences, I do love and enjoy um hosting all types of events and learning and seeing different the creativity of different people and also um giving out my creativity and my thoughts on certain stuff um outside of everything i've also planned two of my baby shower well both my baby showers i only have two children and i also help family and friends with their upcoming wedding or events teaching them how to stretch their budget and tap into their creativity or generate some creativity from me and just overall help them out through the whole process to execute and have a successful uh, event that they're having. So today's podcast episode, we are going to be talking about making money online while wedding or event planning, because any type of, any type of wedding or event is an investment and you want to make money back on your investment so what should also be talked about uh during the planning process is okay we're going to dish out 10k how are how are we going to get all of our 10k back or at least some of it so i'm going to give you five um i'm gonna give you about four different um ways of how you can get your get some of your money back um because again like i said before it's an investment and you're going to be dishing out a lot of money so instead of just leaving your bank account or as i always teach separate your wedding or event expenses from your personal expenses make sure that you have a separate bank account so that way you're able to dip into that without your personal finances being affected um I'm sorry. So I'm going to be t- teaching you a couple different ways on how you can uh, look into the idea of generating your some income back with passive aggressive pass passive aggressive passive income. So number one would be print on demand. Come up with the design and let the marketplace that you create the design on market for you. So that's going to save you some time because you really don't have any uh, an additional time to especially if you work a nine to five. To really be marketing your design. So let the marketplace do that for you. Um, and when you make a sale, just let the money build up and reinvest it into your business. So what you can do is sell a design on like a shirt, a t-shirt, a hoodie, a tumbler, a journal, a canvas, wherever. And or a mask that's popular these days. Come up with that and let the, let the uh, customers come to you. And kind of let them, and you know, you're going to let them obviously make a purchase and just keep building up that money, building up that money, building up that money. So then that way you can, instead of going out and trying to purchase favors for your guests, what you can do is come up with a exclusive, an exclusive design uh, for your wedding or event. This is something that you can either sell afterwards or um you know sell during your planning process so you can give out the favors 
as as gifts, obviously with the exclusive design, and still make purchases on your previous artwork plus this new one too. Um, and then obviously you just distribute it to all of your guests, but you would you want to pay for it to be shipped to you. You would use the money from your business purchase the favors you know obviously with the money that you made purchase the products to have the product sent to you so you've already reinvested in your business by recycling the money and getting the product that you want to you and you know and i get and i know guests would love the different uh and unique items that you will purchase so that's definitely something that you can do and it's something that you can you know, keep doing over and over and over again. So that way you have income coming in to recoup some of the money back from your wedding or event. And you're not at a, you're not at a loss. So that's that. The next thing you can do is during the wedding process, document and see what kind of checklist that you wish existed or, or, or a checklist that met your standards, something that you were able to understand fully is something that you would um that helped you plan because you know everybody's different everybody learns differently so what the other checklists that are out there in the world may not have really helped you out like you wanted to so you had to go out and create your own so you can take that your own downloadable and make it a free lead magnet and build up a business that way and what you can do is also build up like um and and you what you could do is create a course on your wedding planning like the stuff that you learned and how you actually planned your wedding cuz again people learn differently so somebody might learn something from you um because your teaching style is different from everybody else's so you can create that downloadable checklist timeline whatever and attract people to that and then migrate the people from the down the the whatever your lead magnet whatever your freebie is going to be and get them enrolled inside of your course so that way you're creating passive income long after your wedding or event um number three you can create an ebook on planning designing whatever pretty much on your experience so I would, what I would suggest is that you create a diary of your experiences during the wedding planning and any hurdles that you faced and step-by-step on how you were able to execute your wedding or event. Uh, because people, you know, again, different styles of wording and putting stuff together and teaching styles. So somebody, or they just really, you know, the communities online, they're, it's a it's a mixture of different people so you know if you put out a questionnaire somebody may be very mean back or you know people have mixed emotions about groups online so at least if you put out your authentic experiences online i mean in a book people that are kind of shy they don't really involve themselves in groups or they've totally excluded themselves out of those groups because they were just not friendly communities or they didn't feel used that those uh groups were very useful to them. So at least the book they can still feel a part of the wedding of the wedding community, and you can also create your own little personal community. Like say for instance on Facebook, create a pe- private group and have um 
rules that kind of eliminate what other groups allow, such as meanness and rudeness. And this is a friendly group, you know, for uh, brides or whoever to vent to because people during the wedding process, they really need a mental space that they can just go to to just, oh my gosh, this is happening. Oh my gosh, have anybody else been through this? Oh my gosh, you know, they just looking for an outlet just to kind of... I'm glad I got off that off my chest. So that's definitely something that will help you out in the long run. And you know, this can also turn into a business if you, you know, overcame the hurdles of wedding planning or event planning. You can flip that and turn that into a business. So now you really have income coming in to recoup your losses from the wedding or event. Uh, number four would be to I mean number three I'm sorry wait a minute nope we are on number four which is creating a wedding or event planning vlog on like YouTube or your favorite streaming platform people again love authentic channels they want to see the real deal they want to see the mess ups they want to learn from the mistakes they just want to you know have a place to just break off to and just watch um so that's definitely something that you can do and during your document uh, series you can document the process get give out tips and advice of your mistakes and how you've overcome those mistakes and other gauging um and other engaged couples can avoid different stuff that you know that you went through just by putting out that disclaimer like oh my gosh so i did this or oh my gosh this happened or oh my gosh you know stuff like that because people love that they will definitely find a notebook or jot this down however they choose to people love that they want to see the blood sweat and tears in order to go through the process so that's definitely something to look into um, you can do like a, you can release a video every week or a, maybe you want to do something every day on how you, what you planned or what, you know, the progress that you've done during the planning process. So that's definitely something that you should look into because people are that YouTube is a, the next big search engine and people always run to YouTube for answers. So you can be that, that answer person, like, you know, in, in, and especially if their mind is completely on wedding planning mode, give them that, you know, um, channel on YouTube to go to just to like kind of release whatever, you know, just to take their mind kind of off of wedding planning of their own and relax them and stuff like that. And, you know, also put into there as well too, to take time out for yourself and to, um, make time for your family and friends during this wedding planning process and do not, and, you know, try to avoid being a bridezilla or a groomzilla, you know, cause we all know you want your per your wedding to be perfect, but don't ruin relationships too. So that's what I'm saying. You should also give out helpful advice as well, as well at during your whole vlogging experience. Um, and number five, resell your wedding or event items. Cause I know a lot of you probably like, why am I going to buy all this stuff? You can rebuy it. You can, you know, you can buy it and to resell it. So resell the items. You can recoup your uh, money back, especially if you don't want to go like onto the passive income route. You just want to be 
done with it and move forward. So that's something that you can definitely do. A lot of uh, professionals such as event planners, wedding planners, um, upcoming people that are looking to invest in their business, their wedding or event business. Maybe there's other out people out there. Well, there is other people out there, I should say that don't have a big budget and they need then they're on Facebook marketplace looking for different um stuff for their wedding or event so you definitely have a market you definitely have a niche and you definitely have customers looking for your items so do that safely do not meet up with anybody privately always bring somebody with you um but I always say to try to ship out more than to meet up because you just never know. At least with shipping, you're, you send it off and that's it. You don't have to meet up with nobody just to save money on shipping. Everything has to be shipped in my world. So that's that. Um, but that's definitely something that you can do. And people look for all types of stuff, clothing, decor, all types of stuff. So those are my five tips on how to make money during and recoup your money back during the wedding and planning the wedding and event planning process i hope that you guys enjoyed it i hope that this has sparked um sparked some fuel like okay i don't mind spending this money if i know how to make it back so definitely take what i said into consideration plan that into your wedding or event plans on how do you how do you recoup some of your money back if not all, definitely some. And I will see you tomorrow. Make sure to click the link in my bio to get some of my digital products. Find me across social media land. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow this podcast and I will see you tomorrow.